What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Bottom Line Podcast. Stay tuned into all of our new episodes and updates by following us on Instagram and Twitter at bottomline underscore pod. You can use the link in our Twitter and Instagram bio to find all the platforms our podcast is available on. Also, feel free to message us any questions, comments, or topics you'd like to discuss. If you love the show and want to take your support to the next level, the link in our Twitter and Instagram bio allows you to donate to the pod. All the money donated will be used to make the podcast bigger and better. Lastly, give our sponsor Always Up to Something a follow on Instagram at underscore always up to something underscore. And you can use promo code TBLPOD on always up to something dot store for 10% off any purchase. Once again, that's TBLPOD on always up to something dot store for 10% off any purchase. Hey, this is Logan Rout. You're listening to the Bottom Line Podcast. All right. Welcome to episode 145 of the Bottom Line Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Kyle, my co-host, Steve, and we welcome back on Logan Root. How you doing, man? It's been a while. Doing well, man. I'm doing well. Good to talk to you guys again. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Last time we touched base, you were kind of headed out on this journey that you're on, and, and now we kind of get to touch base and, and recap everything and see how it's been going. Um, so how, how have you been? You know, it's been, we're living in a weird, weird world right now. So how, how, uh, how's everything by you? How's the health? How's, how's the mindset? Okay. So yeah, COVID is probably the worst part about this possible situation. Like a, a beginning professional player overseas, like their first year and you can't travel, you can't eat at restaurants. That's gotta be like the worst possible thing you could do in the situation. But I mean, last time I talked to you guys, I had no idea really what I was getting myself into. I didn't really know much about teams over here, your basketball, like I didn't, in Slovenia, I didn't know anything about Slovenia, couldn't even point it on a map. Turns out it's like actually one of the most beautiful countries I've seen. Wow. And I mean, I've been healthy this year, luckily. Um, had some success on the floor and I mean I've tried to embrace the culture as much as I can and get out and do things but you know it's limited of course but um yeah I mean I'm in, I'm enjoying it so far it's really tough at times especially uh like Thanksgiving was hard uh like Christmas even Valentine's Day right girl I mean everything it just builds up and now we're in the the home stretch and this might be the roughest patch because it's like so close you can feel it, but um, you just got to grind through the last few months. So, so let me, let, let's touch upon the different parts of that. Um, you're, you're, you're getting it. You're before you even agree to do this. I bet the, the restaurants and the travel, like you're saying that you're, that you're limited because of COVID. I bet that's a big reason to why you do it, you know? So I can only imagine that like how much of annoyance that is, even though obviously we all know why we do what we have to do nowadays. But um, when you're going to play basketball overseas professionally, the fact that you're going to see different places, the fact that you're going to experience new things, the fact that you're going to eat dope food, like that all goes into it. You know what I mean? Sure. And, and I can only imagine what that's like. And then obviously missing holidays because you can't travel when you think you might be able to come home more. So like that just is a testament to like your kind of, your will to this grind that you're on and this journey that you're that you're going through which i have the utmost respect for because like you're saying well you were like one of the first people i thought of after this whole covid shit hit for me because i was like holy fuck like this kid's got to be bugging out there because i was talking to my friends all these athletes doing this that and the third and not to be blunt but but like that's it's got to be tough to struggle uh it's, it's got to be a struggle to get through what uh what kind of just mindset wise because i'm sure there's a bunch of people that either fan of yours or just listen to us in general that maybe on a smaller level they're stuck at their house or they're just not living the life that they're used to but what were like some things that just kept you like mindset wise like going and and striving towards you know inevitably this end goal that you're approaching yeah i mean i'm still honestly trying to figure that out how to stay the sanity on a daily basis but you know i've really tried to like focus on i mean one day at a time but at the same time like try not to think about the past or the future Mm -hmm. 
thing about the present, you know, the past. I'm just like all these great memories in America and everything I used to do every day, be able to go see my family whenever mm -hmm. uh, and be around all my friends, like walking distance in college. If I was bored, I just walked to my friend's house like, hey, what's up? I'm in, I'm in your crib. Like, let's yeah. do something. Now it's like, uh, what, the, what do I do now? But yeah. yeah, try not to think about the good times and not try not to like get too excited about the future or like overlook what I'm doing now and just like look right. past day by day slowly the weeks turn or the days turn into weeks and the weeks turn turn into months so um yeah just you know as as the steve himself would say just keep going yep we love it so let's talk about the on the floor stuff so you're a new guy there i saw and obviously when i met you and spoke to you first time i followed up on the team on social media and initially like obviously it's got to be a, a interesting gel to get over to a new team a new vibe everything um what was like that like for you was it a quick mix are you still trying to mix in yourself but then from a fan's perspective i've been seeing you on their page all over the place doing some crazy shit so so i know you're i know you're carrying yourself that way so how is it that you're How's how is the gel initially? How's the gel now? Like, what's what's the mindset for the on the floor stuff? Um, I mean, when I got here, it was like such a fresh thing because it was so new. I hadn't really had a major change in my life since high school. Since I mean, I got to WU, was there for five years, right. basically every day. You know, no crazy like coaching changes or anything like that. So, mm -hmm. I mean, it's a lot of the same. Besides moving an apartment once, but like coming here initially, it was crazy because my whole life is different. You know. And it was like, it kind of, the first few months went by fast, honestly, because it was just like, I was experiencing new things every day. Right. I was really tired at the end of the day. Um, but I mean, all, since I got here, I really liked the style of basketball, um, which is a lot more, a lot more passing, uh, quicker offensive sets, you know, more team oriented. You're not really like, uh, there's not really very many, like compared to the NBA, like just like ISO plays, like yeah. I'll get a buck. A lot more like team oriented um but i mean i've gelled well with my teammates and succeeded on the floor um i mean we're not really having a good season as far as wins and losses but we're probably still gonna make the playoffs that's what we're working for right now um got like nine games left and we're we're making a push to to cop the last one of the last two seeds um so but yeah i mean i've i've enjoyed my time and i've really worked hard to put a good effort out on the court and have a good resume to build moving forward in my career yeah so <clears throat> when uh is there a language barrier yeah but um english is pretty common here they teach right. it in school so like everybody on my team speaks good english and like like the younger you are here the more better you are in english like uh yeah. most older people won't really speak it good but like people my age and like young adults are pretty well spoken in it because it's taught at an early age so that's i didn't I had no clue that was going to happen. I thought I was going to come over here and not understand what's going on at all. But I've, I've started to learn a little bit of their language as well. So that's been nice. And um, is it, do they implement the plays and stuff in the native language? And then that's, that's transferred to you or is that all in English? Um, uh, I mean, it's, it's like the plays, uh, I really just had to learn the, uh, the movement out in Slovene, you know, so uh -huh. it, plays would be like, one, two, three, four, five, and be like two side. So right. I just had all words in Slovenian. And within like two weeks after we played like a couple scrimmages, I had it down. Yeah, and it's virtually like slang at that point. Yeah, yeah. And people are counting. So, you know, you're saying what to eat. I want two of these. So, like, you're, and that's, oh, that's play number two. Okay. Then, okay yeah. Right. So it's easy to correlate simple things like that. But after being around people and just talking and, trying to pick up things, hanging out with teammates off the floor and just saying like, oh, what'd they say right there? I've heard that word a lot. You like start to really pick up on things. So Right. What yeah. uh, what for you when uh when you're when you're when you're going out like well I guess let's let's backtrack. Go to the beginning. What's the biggest difference from here and home ball? Uh or where you're at in home ball? Uh, because I noticed that you said that like it's more of a team game and they don't they're not so dependent or they work off of one player. Um, it's more of like they got to get everybody involved. What's the, what, is it that or what's the biggest difference from playing at West Virginia to now? Probably say strongly on athleticism. Mm. You know, 
there's uh, the athleticism gap is absolutely astronomical. And I'm in, I'm not in like the biggest league right, uh, right now. And I know like the higher you get up towards like Euro league and you're like talking about like Real Madrid and Barcelona and all these other teams in these huge countries will have more athleticism. But even when I watch the, them on TV, it's not like the athletes that we had even in like some mid majors in college that we played. Mm-hmm. Uh, people that will come down the lane and just punch it on you two hands, like unforgiving. Like you, you don't really see that too often here, you know? Um, so I'd say yeah, athleticism, more finesse, way more finesse, like passings. Like there's a couple of guys on my team that make some passes sometimes. I'm like, oh, yeah, really right, right. But uh, yeah, it's got to be the athleticism lacking in more finesse, you know, mm-hmm. compared to America. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that, that's that's interesting because I always like to like to. Uh, and then I guess how how you think you've been handling it. You think you think that like as an individual, like obviously those are general, but as an individual, did you find yourself getting in there and be like, all right, I got a few scrimmages in, I got the speed down, now I just gotta iron out the kinks, or you still think you're kind of working through to? Because I know uh, I know you had a pretty good career at West Virginia as well, so I know you can pick up on things pretty quickly, and I know that was a longer stint, you know, like you were saying, you were there for a while, and this is still fresh, but. What uh, what for you? How are you individually picking it up? And do you think it's something that like you're really growing in? Yeah, I, th- I mean, I think I've been improving well all season. Um, I mean, ever since our like my my second scrimmage, I remember I had like 17 points at halftime, and I'm sitting at halftime like, I know I have a lot this half, and it's more than I've had in a whole game in college. So I think I might be be able to do this like for mm-hmm. a living long term. Because at that point, I was still like. Am I even going to stay here? Like, am I going to like this? Am I going to be good enough? Blah, blah, blah. Right. So from then on out, I just took the confidence from that and just used it in every game, in practice, just motivation. And, um, yeah, I mean, it, so the ending of the first part of the regular season, which was about like two and a half weeks ago, um, came in second in the league in the MVP race. I mean, which obviously doesn't mean anything, but it's something to say, like, okay, a rookie coming and do that. I'm proud of. I'm proud to put up those numbers and thankful for my teammates for gelling with me and be able to accomplish that thing. You know. Yeah, and and but it's it goes hand in hand. You did your thing, bro, and that and saying it, bro, like you're saying, a new environment, getting being able to strive that much and and, and be recognized. Um, do you find do you find that like your skill is recognized by your peers as well? Yeah, I do for sure. I think everybody, uh, my teammates, all kind of realize that I'm one of the like the strongest players in the league. Um, and I, to my, in my own opinion, I feel like I'm one of the most unstoppable players in the league. As far yeah, as straight, it should be your own opinion. You should be the best like, out there, bro. Eat, bro. Eat. <laughs> as far as like, I, I need to. I need the. I get the ball. I'm like, okay, I need to score this. I'm gonna go score. You know, Damn I'm, I'm like too concerned. Like, ooh, like. I'm never like shying away, you know, as I probably would have done more so in college. I don't know if it's just because like I'm older now, more experienced, but I feel like the game has always been more of like a mental and finesse type of thing opposed to athleticism. So, I mean, that's always really been my mindset. Um, Growing up, I really played baseball primarily until I got to about high school. So I was always into the mental game of baseball and it's more finesse. So, I mean, that's always been kind of my mindset. I'm, I've never been about the crazy go out there and try to be athletic and, you know, stuff like that. So, I mean, it, it suits my game pretty well. You know, yeah. it suits the, it suits the, white, the white folk. <laughs> and and you, you like to get out there and impose your will, you know, and, sure. and, like, and, and like make a statement. And, and, like you're, and, and to go to my question, I could tell that your peers do respect you because I could tell you respect your peers by even saying before – Listen, I get past this sometimes where I'm like, shit, how they even get through? You know what I mean? So, so I could tell that, that that's a great chemistry. Kyle, what do you got for him? Yeah, so I'm just curious. Like, obviously, I, when we last talked, I think it was right after March Madness. And as we're obviously approaching it this year, I know you were kind of disappointed you, you didn't get to play because COVID kind of took that away from you. And 
Um, have you been been able to follow the team while you're playing over there? And and obviously, if I haven't been following it too much, but I, I've seen that um, I know that the West Virginia is the tenth ranked team right now um, heading into the tournament. And um, so, I guess what are your what are your feelings about that? And and what are you what are your thoughts about the team overall this year? Yeah, I mean. I thought we had a great chance to make some noise in the in the tournament last year, but uh, you know, obviously we got taken away, like you said. But I feel like I mean, we only had three seniors: it was me and two other guys, and uh, they had a really strong core and uh, some good recruits coming in. I mean, they're tenth in the country, and then uh, they even like their five-star recruit that was a sophomore, McDonald's All-American, highest-rated recruit in school history. Like he transferred to Kentucky mid-season, so they lose him battle that adversity kind of change the way they play and then just start killing just start killing and i i really like the way they've been playing i've caught like a ton of their games usually if they're playing and it's late i'm staying up to at least watch the first half i'm proud of all the all the dudes for battling through the adversity and really coming together and this they're clicking at the right time you know so they're second in the conference 10 in the country making noise so we'll see what happens i i see them making it pretty far they got some yeah, they're your dark horse going into the tournament, I would assume. Some people, I'd say, some people say they're a favorite. I mean, I've seen it a lot of places. A lot of people are saying West Virginia is the team. Like, they're, this, if this is, if they're going to win it any year, I say this is probably the best shot. Like, you know, like Final Four. What do you think, what do you think separates those teams once you get in the mix of the March Madness? You think, because uh, obviously there's Cinderella's that upset here and there, and then obviously there's dominant teams that are favorites going in and they roll through and they do a great job. But what do you think, like, separates those middle teams, I guess, is an easier way to point it out. I'd say probably just, like, heating up at the right time, you know, because, mm-hmm. like, won't even be making March Madness, and then they'll come make an upset and win their conference tournament and get a bid into the tournament, use that momentum, and they just take it as far like Loyola Chicago like they won their conference tournament and just took off beat all these top teams like it's really about getting hot at the right time and getting past that first game that first game is always tough because like you have a whole week to scout each other and after that it's like a max of after that it's uh, two days between games and then it goes back to three and then two and three and two until the final four so like that first game where you can really scout the other team you got to get past that one so Especially when in the middle teams, when the difference is maybe not as much, that extra week of scouting and game planning could make a big difference. Yeah, for sure. My uh, my very first year, my fr- uh, redshirt freshman year, we were I think we were the four seed in the tournament. Probably had the best chance to advance out of like the best like talent wise top to bottom team that I had seen since I was there. And we played. I think it was a four. I don't know. I think they were a 12 or 13 seed. I don't know what it was. Stephen F. Austin. We were favored. I don't know what the spread was. We were probably favored by like 15 or 10. We ended up losing the game. I mean, they really scouted us hard. Their head coach was a former assistant under our head coach back in the day. Knew exactly what we wanted to do. Out there and like throttled us basically. So I mean, you give a you give a team with a good coach and a vet like some a veteran roster. I mean, anything can happen. You know, I'm very upset with ESPN, okay? And I don't want you to call them out out here because I know you're doing your thing, but I personally am upset with them. And the reason why, and I was excited to have you on here because, like, I feel like they're not doing a good enough job at this, and and you're right in the mix of it, but we are living in LaMelo world right now, right? <laughs> and LaMelo went overseas, played ball, and came over here, and he's an absolute success. And it seems like the sky's the limit. You know what I mean? He's out here balling, no pun intended. Sure. What's your take on that? Because, I mean, for me, you know, uh, take on him. For me, I'm upset with ESPN because they be, they should be pushing the shit out of that story. You know? Dude, this guy, he didn't go the conventional route. He went overseas and played ball. He did a good job there. And he fucking comes over here, and he's killing it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So what, what's your take on his whole story, I guess? Because that's yeah. insane. I think the craziest part is, like, he bought – he purchased the team that he played for in Australia. Oh. Right. I like, yeah, that's, I heard that too. pretty sure he owns that team that he played for, which is – that's pretty sweet. 
Um, but yeah, there's been some players that do it, but no one like highly touted as him, you know, right. um, which I think it had a little bit to do with him, like having his own shoe at such a young age through the ball thing, you know, mm-hmm. um, that, but I mean, he really could win any college he wanted to. And for him to come and he's probably going to win rookie of the year this year, I'd say, I mean, that's, that's just going to open the door for so many other people. And that's going to push the agenda for the NCAA, I'd say, to try to, like, uh, come up with some way to pay players to, to compete with that market over there, you know? I, I, I mean, I, I wasn't going to say it, but you did. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, you're right. You know, that's why I'm sitting here. I'm like, how is, like, and it's in the back of my mind, it's got to be, like, it's to protect the NCAA a little bit because that's their baby as well. But, like, that's – it's such a – it's such a, um, and I say ESPN and the NBA, you know, um, but like, it's so interesting to me how he did it all his own way. He kind of called his shots along the way, you know, and, and I'm not the biggest Lamelo fan. I'm not even the biggest basketball fan, but from an outsider's point of view, that shit is crazy to me because it's so cool. And if I had you on here and we didn't talk about it, it'd be nuts because you're right in the mix of it yourself. Um, Kyle, you got anything else for him? I was going to say, I think there was another guy that was a lottery pick this past year, RJ Hampton, who did the same thing, played overseas right. and was drafted. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't know how he's doing. I think he's with Denver or something, but um, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's a crazy way to, to go about, you know, kind of going that route and then having success because you don't hear, you don't hear about that too often. Um having that success for sure um i feel like that really matured mellow to an aspect instead of going to college and experiencing like you know like the parties and all this stuff like his family is like pretty loaded and he could have like you know been driving lambos on campus doing whatever he wanted you know balling right. but this he was in uh, lithuania and then australia so like he was a pro at it so like he's treated like a grown man you know playing with grown men strong dudes out there punching on him like doing crazy stuff right. so that really like helped his like mental to not be like cause he's the youngest of the three so i mean the youngest i'd say are a little more goofy and like uh giddy mm-hmm. sometimes but i mean that, i feel like the maturity thing is what he took away from that whole experience the most right and I would assume it's in, in one way or another, whether you realize it or not, it's doing the same for you because if it's doing something like that, you know, you go through these experiences and, and the more, the way I look at it, the more people are tested, the more they get to learn and, and pass or fail. And if you fail, you learn from them. And like you're saying, you know, it's, it's not easy living the life you're living right now, especially during COVID. But if you're able to get through the other end of this, man, to me, seems like not only you physically dedicated to something, but medically, um, mentally de- dedicated to it. Like, that's so impressive. Um, what What's, like, the what's the future looking like? Is it, are you, like, thinking you want to stick with the European thing? Is it something that you're looking to uh, finish out strong, but then make a decision afterwards? What's, what's, your, what's your next, like, six to 12 months looking like? Um, well, I'll probably be... Uh done with this season around late April really late very end of April, and then um, you know take a little bit of time off from basketball enjoy the family you know go some places uh, but I'm I put in the time and the work this year to set myself up to earn a pretty solid contract next year and build on that you know so hopefully I want to just keep leveling up and get to a point where I can like comfortably you know, come back to America and like put a down payment on a house, you know, or do, you know, just it's, it's great because like the money that you, you have over here, you don't really have expenses, you know, I'm not paying rent. I'm not paying bills. I, I get fed, so I don't really have to buy that many groceries. So like right. what you're pocketing, it's just stacking and you can just see it continue to grow in your bank account. And that just motivates you, you know, like to keep on going and, like what you in the in the next like few years for me, I hopefully I would be able to ha- come back and do buy a house, cop a Tesla, whatever I would want to do at that time, you know, support a family, you know. But I'd say it's in like five, six years, maybe four years. No, but that that's still you gotta you gotta still lay the foundation for all that because that's some serious stuff, like you're saying. Um, uh, you know, it, it's it's cool to hear because like. 
I would I would have hated to hear also that you're going to go just test the waters and now you're headed back because I'm sure these relationships that you're building and the and the things you're doing for yourself and the fact that, you know, COVID is still a thing. It's very serious, but it's also going to lighten up over the next few years. I'm hoping so. Jesus Christ. But uh, but. It's just my man shaking his head. <laughs> my man, my man, but I, I feel for you, bro. But uh, but but you know, it's it's just like it it should be clearing up and everything. And when things get back to normal, you're gonna you're gonna really be setting yourself up for a good next couple of years and starting to take care of some of those things like you're talking about. Because you're performing, yeah. you're doing your your yeah your. Because that's the other thing is you're doing well. You know, I mean, you're doing well out there. You know, so like it'd be one thing if you're struggling and you, and then you got to still build on stuff. But but I know everyone's I know everyone's getting better. But you're really doing well. Um, yeah. It's like it's like I'm, this year with the COVID thing and just not being able to travel, go to surrounding countries, have experiences, even just go sit at restaurants with my teammates or whatever. Right. That's like the worst outside of basketball experience that I could possibly have. So, like, I just know when it gets better, it'll only be looking up. Like, I'll have this in the back of my mind. Like, if times are tough in, like, the next few years, I'll be looking back like, dang, remember my rookie year when it was, like, I couldn't even go get food, grab a beer. I couldn't get in a car and drive somewhere. I was locked down all the time. So, it'll definitely be, like, a, taking a positive away from a negative experience and using it in the future to, you know, stay motivated. Yeah, that's awesome. Kyle, got anything else for this guy? Oh, I just want to ask real quick. Uh, have you been kind of transitioned to, like, music? Have you been listening to any of the new Mike stuff? Of course. I actually just subscribed to Only Steve's, like, two nights ago. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love it. I love hey, it, man. It just came out. I was really holding off. I was like, surely he's not going to wait. Uh, I mean, it's only $5. I should have done it a long time ago. But I thought <laughs> No-brainer, right? I didn't know he would be waiting longer to drop... Uh, songs but yeah I, I, the new mic stage is absolutely fire i love it i hear snippets on instagram or wherever of new songs that are going to be coming out in the future and those are even more crazy i cannot wait for this man to drop an album because it's all i'll listen to for like four months straight nothing else yeah and I, a lot, there's a lot of people that are like that me too i'm excited to hear the new music you know um i, I like the i like the the transition like you're saying we all didn't think it'd probably take this long for him to start dropping and being a little bit more consistent with the stuff in um in volume but uh obviously they always kill it with the merch you know fully does his thing with that um but uh but I'm, I'm i'm gonna be very i'm very excited to to get into this uh this album talk which seems like it's going to be coming up pretty soon and definitely come on again so we could uh, like when that gets closer We'll have Logan on again, Kyle, and we'll just we'll we'll have part of that that conversation because we'll be really eating up the mic stuff when that album talk starts to come around. And there's definitely rumbles. There's rumbles. There's more rum. This is the most rumbles we've gotten for a long time about the, about some. About hey, when he finally drops, you need to like you did with the uh, the Juice album, have a little listening party on your live. Hopped mm-hmm. in there. I don't know if they kept taking you down or something like that, didn't they? so annoying i was going up going down but but i know that i could probably uh i could probably get in, so, in touch with somebody over there just in case i have any problems and it seems like uh shout out to mike uh quite frankly one of the smartest things that i've ever seen him do because again people uh if you don't remember you know i'm a big fan of mike's music but i'm a way bigger fan of like mike the business guy um like that's way more of a standout to me um so when he was talking today or yesterday to Nick Merckx about using his uh, his his so, music, that that's that's the stuff that I love, you know. Like yeah. that's one thing. That's like a that's like a product of Mike to me, you know. Like again, Kyle, I've been a fan of Mike since since day one. Literally, he was doing college uh, shows out on uh, out out here on Long Island and at the show talking about the fact that he wasn't doing this for very long. You know what I mean? So like like from the very beginning so i love to see all the transitions it's one of my favorite things to see and i'm very excited to uh to get into and i'm hoping maybe maybe we'll have a have a good reason to get him on here for uh for to talk about it afterwards that would be that would be dope for sure that'd be so tough um yeah his just the fact of his like independent route he's taken i know that's probably so hard for so many artists because like record labels are throwing money and money at you all the time to try to sign with them and that's like 
huge lump sum, like a couple mil, to pass on that and slowly grind and work your way up. I mean, it's got to feel great now from from where they even came two years ago, let alone like five, six years ago. Um, it's definitely something to be proud of. And the chug butt thing, too, I feel like is going to take off. Um, so, yeah, they're in. They're in with do, you, do you know Chance? Chance? Yeah. Chance is the guy who founded Chug Bud. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Think I gotta I make that. I gotta make that link for sure. I gotta yeah. between the two of you. Yeah, yeah. For sure. because because uh, he's always looking for people to shout out his stuff and all that. So I got. I got. He's gotta, been on. He's been on the pod too before. Yeah, but oh, okay. I, I'm shocked. Uh, I'm shocked that they haven't uh, had him do something out there with the team or something. Send him some chug buds, have some fun, or just himself. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, um, Big fan of the Chug Buds. I got two at home, and I really should have brought one with me, dude. I'd be using it all the time out here. That's my biggest yeah. regret. Bring the Chug Bud to Europe. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe it's a, maybe it's a good thing you didn't. Then. Yeah, uh, I'll be looking at it like it's some sort of spaceship or something. Like, what is this contraption this guy brought to Europe? Yeah. But yeah, those are great. Well, I guess before we wrap it with you, shameless plug here. Just shot a huge uh, day of photos with Tommy, as always. Um, we literally, he got to my place at like 12. We shot from like 2 p.m. until at least 1 or 2 in the morning. We were going crazy. So just expect a lot of cool content coming soon for that. Um, then uh, Kyle, I got Eddie and Sire coming out here very soon. That's going to be uh, that's gonna be pretty big. Um, and then uh, just stay tuned for all the new content because just uh, no new clothes yet, even though I don't know if you guys could tell I am wearing a little sneak peek of something that may come out in the future, but I don't want to show it too much. Um, but either way, the, uh, the I don't think I'm dropping too much new clothes, but I'm going to be running the shit out of the stuff that's on the website. And I have awesome, cool ideas to promote the uh, promote the stuff that we have out, you know, cool video ideas and photo shoot ideas. And then... Um, I guess the the, do, the news I do have um, is that it's nothing really too new, but this Friday uh, we're dropping our, my first official collab with Wolfpack. Um, those shirts will be on the website. I know some people are a big fan of both brands, um, but uh, but that's a that's a combination of two logos that one we exist right now and their logo. Um, excuse me, but then. Uh, Outside of that, hey. yay! There you go. I, I already peeked it. I already. Yeah. Um, and shout out to Chloe too. That was dope. You know, shout yeah. out for, for. Uh, she loves it too. I told her. I told her about you guys. How like, it's a great brand. Like, like, e- elite clothing. Like quality. It looks dope. It's different than other stuff. You know, it's low key. Not very many people know about it. Just trying to get, get the recognition. She got it, and she was like, the hoodie is, like, one of her favorite things, like her prized possession, the hoodie, yeah, dude. So it was so it. cool because she hit me up out of nowhere, and she was like, yeah, you're going to come visit. Like, can you get a package out here? And I'm like, fuck yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm like, absolutely, I'll get it out to you guys. So I was happy that that, that ended up working out. And, uh, and yeah, now shout out to her because she's got to be a pretty big staple in all this big picture as well um, with everything going on. But, uh, but um, yeah, man, just uh, just – excited for everything you got coming forward and i can i i, I want to have this conversation again obviously we'll have you on with the mic stuff but i want to have this conversation again after after the playoffs or after the season and get like a final recap you know yeah, yeah and, and uh if i'm not myself i'm not a huge sports gambler but i am going to be rooting for a team this march madness <laughs> and that's west virginia so if you are gambling for our listeners Please do it responsibly and uh, go with West Virginia. Right, that'll yeah. be fun to watch. Do the uh, the like MMA shows. I remember last time we spoke on here, you were talking about doing an MMA show, show coming up. Do you still do those? Like, do MMA talk? Yeah, we did one or two, but we talk it all the time. You want to chop it up a little bit? What are you hyped about? What's what's going on? Woo! I know. <laughs> coming for the belt. That's going to be epic. Sterling, Jan, oh. quite crazy. The MMA world has already been like shocked the last like month with Connor going there taking a fat L. Like, there's a lot of belt movement going around. It's a great time to be a, a UFC fan. That's all can, I will say. Can I make I, a bold statement here? Yeah, make that bold statement. I think that from organization and 
the face of the organization and the talent of the organization that they're the number one sport in the world. In the world? But I, want you to, I want you to think of it this way, okay? Do it the same way because I'll break it down for you. Organization. Yeah, MLB, MLB, anything else might have a bigger name because they've been around. So we'll take the L on that, right? No one's got a better face. Uh, Dana White, CEO, the face, I don't even know who the face of soccer is. I have no idea who their commissioners are. I have no idea. Adam Silver's dope, but he ain't Dana White. You know what I mean? Dana White takes the cake there, okay? When it comes to storylines, you could go through 1 to 15 in every weight division and break down every they can't fucking do enough no offense but what there's maybe five ten twenty superstars in the m the 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 nm whatever you know i mean we're talking about superstars they're they're all very famous but once you get into these big 52-man lineups no one cares about the third string linebacker you know but people care about the 15th rank dude in the light heavyweight division you know what i mean so when it like Latvia's like hero, like someone from like across like Europe fighting in the UFC, trying to be the first person from that country to win a belt. You know, it's and, worldwide, right? Yeah. That's the other thing when it comes to when it comes to it's worldwide. The only thing else that's worldwide is soccer, football, maybe, but like basketball. You know that that that's really big worldwide. But but those really it. Hockey isn't a big worldwide compared to these things. You know, no one's paying for. No one's paying to watch dudes from from overseas play hockey. No one's you know like no one's paying baseball. It's like even worse. You know they're they're probably the lowest of the ranks here, but right. they, they can't even figure out how to make their fucking superstar uh, a dope dude in the world. You know what I mean? They're big, struggling big time. But I've already yeah. given the MLB my business on this show. Um, <laughs> I think when it comes to, and then at the end of the day, no offense to what you do, I think that basketball is amazing. But these two dudes are fighting. You know, yeah. when it comes to the physical aspect of this, they're fucking fighting like yeah. and, and practically naked. So, like, when it comes to there's no jersey, bro. There's, imagine <laughs> if you had to go out there and play in skins every day. You'd just yeah. be weirded out, you know? Like, yeah. imagine if the NBA dudes, no more jersey tops. We're going to put the numbers on the bottom. We're just going to put the numbers on the bottom, but no more jersey tops. First off, everyone would be just tatted the fuck up. But second, yeah. <laughs> second off, like, that would people would be weirded out. Yeah. We got to the NBA's got to get back to that style. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. That's it's getting way too soft. No offense, but it's getting way too soft. Yeah. They they, they should do, uh, the home team gets to wear the jersey, but the away team's got to be skits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but no, I'm, but at the end of the day, the product is no offense, just what is dude, soccer the biggest sport to me is soccer across the world. You know, people fucking love it everywhere. There's kids yeah are nasty at soccer that never going to see the light. You know, I mean, like, like, I feel like, like there, like there's not some dude that's better than Steph Curry in fucking Chicago right now doing computers. There just isn't, you know what I mean? But there are a hundred percent are dudes that are nasty at soccer that aren't professional soccer players. Sports, I completely right? agree. So, so like, my point is, is that like, that's a huge sport to me when it really penetrates culture. So like, I think, since NBA, uh, M- MMA is so young, it's not going to penetrate like these other ones do. But to me, like I started this bold statement, I think I, that right right now they're the best. I think, yeah, and, and I could see in five to ten years it definitely overtaking soccer and, and some of these other sports for sure. And the first name he brought up wasn't even American. No, nah, Nigerian, dude. Right. So, like, it's just like. It's it's so interesting. I love following these guys. I love the stories. I can't wait to fucking see Sean knock out whoever the fuck he's fighting in March twenty seventh. Don't even matter. I I didn't know me with him. Fucking it's it's O'Malley over everything. But but other than that, um, I love the storylines. Love the the rise and fall of Connor. You know, it's great. My guy, I've been repping Cater. Calvin Cater. Mass. He's like literally right down live or from right down the street from me here. Ooh, that that dude, yeah. an animal for what he took from Max Holloway. I'm probably Max Holloway's will be his best performance. Probably the right. some of the records that that man broke for strikes landed, just to be able to absorb that stuff and keep fighting. Like he was still swinging in the fifth round. I'm sitting here like, how is this man still standing? He's well, that 
that he's was tough. the biggest the big talking point afterwards wasn't Max doing that. It was yeah. okay. How the fuck did he even get to 700 hits? You know <laughs> that should have been that should have been done in the third round. But the dude Kate was such a workhorse. You know everyone was saying you should throw in the towel, throw in the towel. The dude was there. He wasn't a punching bag. He was he was fighting. But you know at the end of the day, well, Max he, is still a legend. So <laughs> yeah, Max had a yeah Max had a listen listen. Max Holloway when he's pointing in the center of the ring. Being like, yo, you're the fucking freshman, motherfucker. Yo, yo. crazy. Dudes, I want to see him fight Connor. But when, that, when he was doing that, I was literally standing up. I'm in my room standing yeah. up. Like, oh, my God. Like, I stood up off my bed. Like, there's not very – that's the thing you were talking about. Like, it's people fighting. Like, like maybe I would stay up for, like, uh, NBA Finals or Super – I stayed up for the Super Bowl. So, it's, like, 5, 6 in the morning. Like, every pay-per-view event, they come on so damn late and I'm six hours past you guys. Like – when the main, the last fight comes on, it's the sun's coming out. So there's not mm-hmm. very many I would risk all my sleep for, but UFC, <laughs> I don't really the events for anything. Dude, so. it's, it's like so, it's such a spectacle. And then what they're doing during COVID, you know, all these teams and platforms are struggling. And homeboy's like, yup, we're going to do an island and then we're going to fucking tell Vegas to fuck off. And then until they let us do our thing, and then Vegas had to be like, all right, you're going to do your thing, do your thing. Like, like they, I love all the business behind it. They do a great job at promoting their yeah. athletes. They do listen. You could collab. What did you say? Uh, no, they like the collab they did with the Nelk Boys. Yeah, the collabs. They're open to work with whoever. They fucking they the, every athlete on every athlete on their shit is has merch. You can get something from them if you want to support the athletes. Like. Like, you can't uh, – one of the biggest things that I'm watching with one of the Saints players, CD, he fucking – he's so pissed that his fans can't buy his jersey because they won't put it up on the NFL website. And why? Who knows? But mm. they're like, yo, they want to buy the jersey. If they fucking do it themselves, it's a knockoff. You know what yeah. I mean? They should be able yeah. to support me. So is, like, it, is it because of Deuce? Or yeah. No, yeah. That, is that his name? Deuce? Yeah, yeah, CD. Yeah, his last name is Deuce. Be, because I heard something on the radio today that the NFL website, when you custom jer- make jerseys, they like block something. Like Randall Gay, yep. the Patriots, he was out. He like you couldn't get that customized for like years because it's like deemed like inappropriate. I don't know, but just a thought. No, I, yeah, yeah, that that could be it. Where uh, where it's but but he goes as as Gardner Johnson, you know, what I mean Junior. So it wouldn't be it that wouldn't, wouldn't be an issue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so. Uh, so it's just for me, like, like I love the UFC's branding. They do a great job. They help their athletes. Well, first off, if you don't realize that they're helping fucking Conor McGregor huge right now, like, bro, the only fight he can take without ruining his legacy is the Dustin fight. Maybe yeah. go to Nate and do that one. But if he fucking takes the L and then goes and fights another one of these dudes and takes another L, that's the end oh. of Conor. Yeah, so. Yeah. Connor's yeah. gonna have to knock out about ten to fifteen people before you know what I mean. Like, yeah. like he, you know, that's probably why we don't talk MMA more on here because I can't stop talking about it. You know, we could talk, we could, and it's just like the same thing though. Like to to the first point is that they're doing such a great job. The options are crazy, and then inevitably, I can only imagine the shows they plan on putting on. Yeah, the I think it's great the fact like what draws so many fans is like how outspoken they let their fighters be, you know, like after a win, sometimes even after a loss, they hop right on the mic and start saying whatever. And yeah. They're no cutting anything. Like they are speaking whatever they want to say, shouting out whoever, mm-hmm. talking about whatever, like and they just give them the freedom of speech. It's like, I mean, you know, you don't see every player after an NFL game getting able to like hop on the mic, you know, like, like remember when Michael Crabtree back in the day hopped on, it was like, yeah, with the receiver like this man, everybody in the media was like, "This guy's a thug. This guy's, he's not blah blah blah." Mm-hmm. That's that's when I go back to that organization talk. You know, it's the way you set yourself up from ground one. Mm-hmm. I bet you, I bet you, the UFC can get just maybe not the same sponsors, but just as easily get a sponsor as the NBA at the same level or close to the same level of price pointing, and they come from two different worlds. You know what I'm saying? Like, I bet you Pepsi is going to give NBA and the MMA and UFC the same amount of money or close to the same amount of money, and 
The NBA thinks that they have to build this perfect persona, and the UFC's like, fuck it, we're going to let our guys do whatever they want and crash and burn their own careers, and and they both are still getting the same sponsors. You know, obviously, we're not talking about the outliers of crazy shit here and there, but I'm yeah. saying the common sponsor, the Gillette sponsor, I bet you Gillette would sponsor UFC, you know what I mean? That's they sponsor... They sponsored the NFL, but the NFL has their dudes not wear their own cleats because, God forbid, someone wears a cleat that has the wrong color and pisses off Adidas. You know what I mean? So, right. like, I mean, yeah, obviously there's huge contracts and money, just like the UFC has them as well. But, like, I go to one guy. The, I forgot his name, but he's like, yo, I want the camo shorts. The UFC's like, yo, win some fights. Make it worth you doing camo shorts, and we'll fucking give them to you. The dude knocks out three dudes. The next thing you know is Reebok is putting out camo shorts. So yeah. like it's just the it's just the different <laughs> world of of fucking UFC and and the rest of these these organizations that lead me to my point of they they're they're killing it right now. And it, it wasn't just him being like, hey, like I would love these camo shorts. Like talking privately with Dana, like, hey, I wish I get some camo shorts in there. Like after a win, he's like. Bring me my camo shorts right oh, now. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. That's the only thing. He's like demanding them. Like I, I have to get the dude's name. I think his first name's Bryce or Bruce or something yeah. like that. He hasn't fought in a minute. Uh so I can't really I think he right. actually took an L, but I don't know. But either way, mm-hmm. I, like just like again, so many storylines. We can keep going into all this shit. And it's just so much it's so exciting, so much fun. And uh and also, I can't wait to... Apparently, they're making some massive announcement this summer for a huge branch of the UFC or something. Yeah, it's going to, like... He said he's got, like, big plans, like, almost bigger than the Fight Island. So I'm like, what the fuck could that be? So I'm sitting there, like, they're always doing the best with technology and health and testing and everything. But, uh, but yeah, we could talk about that all night. Logan, <laughs> let's give you your stage and... Uh, and plug or get a message out that you have to say um and then plug your stuff tell them where to find you and then uh there's any sign off you have mm, first off uh i don't know who's listening to this that i'm close to but shout out to everybody that uh, is like supporting me and helping me while i'm over here especially my family my girl my close friends from back home everybody that be playing ps4 with me when i'm bored you know <laughs> and whatever shout out to my man by is back in Virginia, we'd be getting poker games in all the time, you know, passing time. But, uh, you know, also shout out to y'all. Y'all doing crazy things. Proud of both you guys, especially with the, the new news you told me about for uh, Always Up to Something. That's great. Super excited for it. Um, but just to, like, anyone, I mean, everybody's going through some, some shit, regardless of what your line of work is or how rich you are or whatever your staple is. Like, you're going through something right now with the COVID thing. Just... Like I said earlier in the in the talk, just like take it in the live in the present. Don't think about the past and don't get too excited about the future. Just the only time you're actually living is the moment you think about, which is now. So if you're thinking about the past or the the future, you're not really living in the only time that you're actually living. You know, past is just memories. The future is just thoughts. So live in the now, baby. Live in the now. Love it. I love that shit. And what, where where can they follow you? Where where when they can where can they tune in? Uh, I'm really may I don't really post a lot of stuff. I mean, but I'm active. You know, I'll on Instagram. It's at Big Route B I G R O U T T. Twitter is just my name. Uh, I think with a nine after it, but I don't really tweet. You know, I just I really just follow stuff. I don't really put a lot of stuff out unless it's something important. You know, mm-hmm. but, but yeah, anyone needs anything or has a similar journey you know reach out i'll chat it up with you or anything like that but you know everybody should definitely stay tuned into these guys what they got going on it's great thank you very much i appreciate it thanks for taking the time always nice to chat with you we'll have you back on here very soon because we got to tie you in more to the mix a little bit here with some of the UFC stuff maybe we'll maybe we'll do a show just dedicated to that um, but i'm just thinking about that as we talk but yeah thanks a lot uh, for coming on and and we'll we'll have you on here again soon man and good luck with everything too i'm I'm super excited i'm super proud too because you know we became friends kind of along this journey and and uh, i'm i'm very hyped for you to see where all this goes for you yeah yeah for sure I, I sometime in the summer i mean i got nothing but time in the summer i'll really just be training so i would love to come 
come link up with you guys or whether it's a day or a weekend, a long weekend, something, dude, like that. Right, yeah. You paused? We lost Steve. Uh, <laughs> I guess. All right, man. All right, Thanks, Logan. I appreciate it. Yep, no worries. I can fuck little mama with no lip lock. Bitch, you know what time it is on this watch. Yeah. Got that loud stuff in the zip lock. And the cops outside tell them kick rocks. I got models coming in and out, you know what I'm saying? Hey. I got it in, gotta get it out, you know what I'm saying? Hey. Still got the drip when I'm in a drought, you know what I'm saying? Big old slip on the way out, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Running around doing shit I can't acknowledge. I'm gone and you still ain't being honest. You should tell them what you told me back in August. I know one can make it come like I did. Bad bitches call, gonna pick them up. All your friends been trying to with us. Can't blame me, my phone ringing up. Ring, ring, ringing up. Oh, I got money to fold, I got money to blow. Oh, you singing and swimming, I got some money to flow. We both wanted to rip. Just wanted it more. We got cops at the door. I can't talk anymore. Yeah. Don't get lost in the sauce. No, Don't be spending until you know the cause. No, yeah. Don't get lost in the sauce. No, Don't get lost trying when you little games. You know what I'm saying? No, the doors go up like they've been feeling down. Calm as a bitch that I like to keep around. This music in my head so fucking loud. And it's the only thing that keep me round, keep it down, I'm saying I might be the flyest Also fly that the pilot called me to come and fly it. I ran it up, yeah, you can check the mileage Check the watch, check the diamonds Bitch, it's always perfect timing Better watch your fucking tongue and what you said Cause the way you talk, that fucking talk, that ain't okay with me Better walk that walk or walk your bitch ass away from me Don't be calling my phone unless you got a fucking play for me Yeah, Bad bitches call, gonna pick them up Money to blow. Oh, you singing and swimming. I got some money to flow. We both wanted the real. I just wanted it more. We got cops at the door. I can't talk anymore. Yeah. Don't get lost in the sauce. No, I'm saying. Don't be spending until you know the cause. No, I'm saying. Yeah. Don't get lost in the sauce. No, I'm saying. Don't get lost trying when you little games. You know what I'm saying. I got models coming in and out. You know what I'm saying. Hey, I got it in, gotta get it out, you know what I'm saying? Hey, still got the drip when I'm in a drought, you know what I'm saying? Please don't slip on the way out, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I told you we were gonna be right here, and I told you this would happen.